Hello, creators, and welcome to the Create and Relate podcast, where we talk about creating content and growing your influence. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to decide what game to stream on Twitch. This is a subject of great debate, but there's no one magic formula to pick a game. There are some strategies to keep in mind, however, when deciding what's best to accomplish your goals. While some of the info here can be used for Mixer and even YouTube, these are still vastly different platforms, so I'm going to save those for other broadcasts. So, when picking a game, one of the most important things to think about are your goals. That's right, it sounds kind of funny, but hear me out. Knowing what you want to get out of your live stream is really, really important when it comes to picking a game, because if you're here for just fun... It doesn't really matter what you play, although there are certain conditions that will make it fun for you. You may want some community, and everybody's sort of concerned with growth. It may not be your first mission, although if you are concerned with growth, it will change the type of games that you play from time to time due to the fact that certain games are very saturated and certain games also die after a little while. There's no more action for them on Twitch and they lose popularity. And then the next thing you know, you're playing a game that's dead and you need to pick another game. There's also the type of games that people like to practice with. Sort of the things like speed runs for old Nintendo and Sega Genesis games. Heck, even some of the newer games as well. But what you want to concentrate on is what you really want to get out of your stream. If it's for growth, you also need to figure out whether or not this is for community growth or if you're trying to grow uh, your personal brand or what about financial growth? What about actually maximizing the amount of money that you can make in Twitch? While some people do this as a part-time thing, other people have a strong commitment to want that to be something full-time one day and a financial commitment may be something that you have to consider in the long run. Playing certain games that revolve around community are much different than games that don't. One of the things that you can consider is something like the Jackbox games, for instance. Those are great community games, right? If you don't have anyone to play these games with, it won't be a good choice for picking the game. And in the same breath, if you aren't trying to drive that sort of community where you want inclusive and audience interaction with the game itself... You can't really do community-focused games, and that's something to consider. Lastly, what kind of time restraints or time commitments can you have for this game? If this is a long-winded game, like an RPG, are you going to be able to stream this to the end? Is it something that you care to stream to the end? What if you only have an hour to stream? Are you trying to maximize the amount of time with short games or something that you can walk away from at any minute? I used to play Atlas, and Atlas was an incredibly long time commitment. Roleplay streams are also long and really, really repetitive time commitments. These things require you to log in multiple times per week and sometimes multiple times per day for hours on end in order to make it feel immersive. And those are the type of streams that people will be used to when you're thinking about strategy, which is our next section for strategy, you have to really think about whether or not you're going to be a variety streamer or if you're going to stream a certain genre type like JRPGs or Battle Royales. And you can also consider a specific game. A lot of streamers 
have something that they consider their main game or their only game, and they stream that day in and day out. Those are the type of things that will lead you to pick what type of game that you want to play and something that will have a replayability. There are some games that are story-based, for instance, and if you just went through this story once, there's no real variety in that. So if that was going to be your main game, you have to be prepared early to be able to pick a new game when you come to that. You might not consider that variety. You may consider that more of just one game at a time. But over the length of time, you know that you'll get to the end of a game, even if you 100% it. So you can also consider what type of stream that you want to have with those games. Do you like Let's Play content? Or are you more of the competitive type? Or maybe you're even into instructional stuff. Maybe you are very good at a game and you want to be able to share strategies and insight with the type of stuff that you're doing in that game. I know for card games, these can be very, very, very similar. Competitive games like Hearthstone, for instance, can be very instructional. A lot of people do deck building and they talk about their process of using the certain cards to do certain combos. And these can also be competitive, but while their focus isn't competitive, it's more instructional. For instructional games, you could also be doing things like base building or construction in things like Minecraft or Satisfactory, which is my new addiction. Putting these things together in a certain way to teach people how to use them in their own games can give you satisfaction because you're trying to run an instructional stream. You take a lot of pride in teaching other people and you really like the type of feedback that you get from people once you've taught them how to do something. Or you could just be there for a type of let's play. You know, watch me play this game until the end or watch me play this game just for the time that I'm here today. It could be your reactions to the story or the way you tackle certain objectives and challenges. Whatever these are, you really have to decide what type of stream that you want to convey because that's going to roll into the next point, which is the type of community you're looking for. Any directory on Twitch has a specific type of community. And well, they can't just be put into a small box and labeled. You really need to think about the types of communities that you're going into when you decide to stream these games. Let's take competitive games like Fortnite or Super Smash Brothers. These type of games are going to have a certain kind of community. They're probably watching high-end gameplay from professional tournaments and things like that. And if you're just beginning, you may be subject to a little bit of criticism or a lot of backseat gaming, which is a term that's widely used on Twitch for when people kind of tell you what to do and from chat in a game that you're playing. It's relatively easy to figure out what type of community these games have just by visiting the directory and checking out some of the streams in them. I know certain directories can be pretty toxic while others can be very, very passive. And you'll even see directories that there's not much talking in. There's not a whole lot of feedback. The communities are relatively quiet. Some communities are on fire with excitement. And you may not exactly be looking for one of those or the other. But you need to grab a gauge of what it's like to be part of that community before you really invest time into trying to develop your own from that community. Those are the very same viewers that may be visiting your chat when you start streaming these games and it's important to know what to expect when interacting with these new viewers. So now that you know what you want out of the stream in the form of goals, 
and how you're going to structure your stream in terms of strategy, let's talk about competition and how saturated the directories are. So a lot of people go into streaming thinking that they're going to play their favorite game or something that's a lot of fun or something that they're relatively good at. And while these are all important to take into consideration, you'll find that some of these games just aren't real friendly for new streamers. Why is that? Because of saturation. If you love Fortnite and you're starting your first stream, the likelihood of you being seen in a Fortnite stream without any outside influence is very little to no chance. A viewer has to scroll through pages and pages and pages of other streamers that have existing communities in order to find you with a random thumbnail and a handwritten title. Needless to say, when it comes to saturation, it's easy to get drowned out. So picking a game that isn't saturated is paramount if you want to have growth. It's still fine to stream these games, especially if you aren't concerned with growth. You can still have a lot of fun, and if you have an existing community, sharing these gameplays, especially for new games that are coming out when people are excited and hyped up about the games, can be really, really great for you and your community. Just keep in mind that playing oversaturated games may lead to slower growth. Now, the other side of the coin for saturation is how popular a game is, or if it's even relevant. I've streamed plenty of games that didn't have any competition when any games just first came out, and you might not be able to draw any type of new viewers for this game because nobody's ever heard of it. Just because there's no competition for a game doesn't mean it's easy to grow within that directory. There's an awesome website that I use called TwitchStrike.com that you can learn which games perform the best and at what times you should stream them. The best games to stream this hour is one of the sections that they have, as well as a worst game to stream this hour. And you can learn a lot by clicking these directories and seeing how relevant or saturated these games are. And lastly, you need to take a look at the other broadcasters in this directory. Do they speak the same languages as you? Do they broadcast at the same times that you're considering broadcasting at? Are the viewers that they have mainly young or old? The type of demographic, the type of audience that these broadcasters are serving, can you cater to these viewers? Can you collaborate with these broadcasters? Do you share something in common with the channels that you're going to be competing against? What separates you from these channels? These are the type of things to consider when you look at other streamers in that directory and figure out if this could be a good pick for you. Now that you know about your competition, you need to look at how you're going to present your stream. Using a title that will attract viewers that you want from the communities that you want is a good way to start. Checking out the competition earlier will likely show you exactly what people are interested in watching. If you're playing a game that has a hard difficulty level and 5 out of the 10 streams that you see are all playing on maximum difficulty level, you know that it might be more likely to get viewers if you advertise that you're going to be playing on that hard difficulty level as well. If you're going for a speed run, putting that in the title will let people know that you're trying to play the game fast and that you're going for a specific time and that it's not a casual playthrough. In the same breath, putting casual playthrough may lead people to believe that you aren't serious about the game. So choose your words correctly and learn from your competition. Another huge factor in presentation is going to be planning your multiplayers and your collabs. 
If you're planning on playing with any other people or you're trying to collaborate with another streamer, are you going to be using multi-stream links? Are you going to be advertising the other people's that you play with this channel? Are they going to be advertising your channel? Do you have the correct links for those channels? Do they have your links for those channels? Have you ever communicated with the people that you're going to be playing with? Their mic sounds okay. Can they join the server that you're playing on? Do they have your Steam name or your gamer tag from Xbox or your PlayStation name? All of these are very relevant points that need to be taken care of prior to start streaming. In other preparations, you make sure that your sound your lights, your game settings, your camera are all right before you start streaming. Anything that can take a viewer's immersion out from the game that you're playing or out of the experience, like fooling around with the options for too long or troubleshooting sound issues or not being able to get your cam to work properly in the middle of gameplay when you're trying to make a first impression can be detrimental to grabbing the people that you do get. You work so hard to get viewers in your stream, the last thing that you want is somebody leaving and not giving you a chance because something like sound, lights, or camera are causing issues that they don't see enjoyment from. The last thing you need to do to present the game effectively is rehearse the information that you're going to need to talk about. If the game is in early access, people might want to know what the release date is. People might want to know what the price is. You should have this info written down or in a command that you can call upon it when needed because it's probably going to be something that's going to be asked multiple times. Having to look up this info in the middle of the stream just to answer one viewer question is likely going to spoil the experience for a bunch of other viewers if you have to do it repeatedly. If this is a game you're going to be playing regularly, Having a command for the game with a link to where you can find out more about it is probably the best scenario, but you can use whatever you think you need and add as you go. So to summarize, you want to identify your goals for your stream, the individual streams, your short-term goals, your long-term goals, down to follower counts, down to making a new friend, down to accomplishing something in the game. Whatever your goals are, Make sure you know them. That way you can properly measure results. Decide what type of stream format you're going to have and the type of community you want. Look at the competition in that directory to see how saturated or relevant it is and who else is streaming it. Prepare to stream by deciding on a title, organizing your multiplayer or collab games. Get everything set up that will take value away from your show before you go live and set up custom commands that you may need to trigger for that game. An example of that summary is deciding that your goal is growth and wanting to play a competitive game that you're pretty good at. The type of community that you want are the viewers that you see interacting with other streamers playing the same game at a competitive level. You can rank relatively high in viewer count among the other streamers streaming this game at the time slots you want to stream them at. You plan on doing multiplayer with friends that have joined your game before and one of them will end up streaming with you sometimes. They're on your friends list, you're on their friends list, and you've played the game with them before. You plan on using a face cam and a green screen, and you've tested them before the stream. You also have a link to the game as a bot command. Another example is your goal is just to have some fun and play a new game that just released while developing a deeper relationship with your community. Your competition in the directory are a few large streamers rushing max level, but you barely know how to play, so your title, you stream accordingly so that people that have seen the in-game content can help guide you and be part of that experience. A lot of other streamers in the directory are German and Dutch, so you title your stream English to distinguish yourself and eliminate some of that competition. 
You're playing solo so that you can interact more with your viewers, and you're using face cam but no green screen, but you make sure that the area in your camera view is clean. You know that the game runs great after testing, so you max out your settings for the best quality and your mic levels sound great. You have a bot command set up for the game and for the wiki to get answers to the questions that you don't know. With a proper level of research and strategically picking and preparing to stream a game, you drastically increase the chances of hitting the goals that you set for yourself over time. There's no secret recipe or hack that's going to guarantee you success, but using the best practices that I've laid out here will help you to make better decisions when picking a game. I encourage you to think about the info you heard in today's talk and jot down your takeaways. Turn them into actionable points and implement them. Put something on your desk or wherever you stream at to remind you to use these strategies that you develop like sticky notes and track your results and tweak your strategy until you're satisfied. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch these episodes weekly or come and watch them live on twitch.tv slash Zuljim when I do them there. I also provide more specialized coaching that you could find out more about at patreon.com slash Zuljim. Once again, thank you for being here and I look forward to seeing you back here for the next Create and Relate podcast.